0: Hi, you're listening to Track Changes, the official podcast of Postlight, a digital product studio at 101 Fifth Avenue in New York City. My name is Paul Ford. I'm the co-founder of Postlight, And I'm Rich Ciotti, the other co-founder. And we have a very interesting guest today who I should also disclaim... Well, we, you do this every time. You do this every time.
1: Let's talk about who we are.
0: Well, I said we're a digital product studio, which I think a, a reasonable person could intuit means that we make
1: apps for your phone or or web apps or platforms that's right we build it all we design code strategy to design to build to ship we've got product managers engineers and designers yes imagine a slideshow showing all the things we can do imagine a a circle with arrows showing an infinite process
0: yes so that's that's what post is okay post and if you want to get in touch with us, you can send us an email at hello at postlight.com. We'll probably mention that at the end of the show. Today on the show, we have Michael Shane. Michael, hello. Hi. Michael is a client. We should disclaim that immediately. Well, so literally everything ask, you say. A client
1: asterisk, Paul.
0: He's well, really yeah, not a client. This is true. I've known Michael for quite some time. It's true. Frequent podcast guest uh, on other podcasts.
2: I don't know. Frequent may be an overstatement.
0: Well, you've been on Topolsky's podcast like five hundred. That's
2: times. Ki- well, a couple. That's kind of the extent of my repertoire. Let's oh, okay. be honest.
0: But you also run podcasts for Bloomberg.
2: That's one of my babies there. Yeah.
0: And you are working with us on a super secret project that we can now talk about.
2: Yeah.
1: So let's, I we, think this, the title gives gives good context here. He's the global head of innovation for Bloomberg. Digital innovation. What's I, a I can't he- innovate everything. Great. Okay. So this global is global head of digital innovation. For Bloomberg. We love to ask people, what do you do
0: all day? Like you wake up in the morning and you're like, oh man, I was going to eat some cereal, but I have some global innovation heading to do. Well,
2: first of all, I always try to eat a little bit of cereal. Okay. you gotta get your you gotta get fiber. Yeah, it's to important. innovate, you gotta get the, the processes moving. Can we,
1: before we get into Michael's breakfast, maybe we should complete the disclaimer. Oh, that there is a collaboration happening between Bloomberg and Postlight Labs. That's right. Light Labs is the part of Postlight that does labsy things, and we're going to talk about that today. Okay. Yeah. About that collaboration, and It might not PostLite be today. Labs.
0: It might be tonight when people are listening. Fair. It's an asynchronous uh, medium.
1: But we're going to also talk about Michael here for a second, if you want, uh, more than a second, because he's got an interesting. It's a it's a long and winding road to where he is today.
0: Let's tell people what we're going to hear about. We're going to hear about Michael. We're going to hear about a little bit about Bloomberg. We're going to hear about the cool collaboration we've done. Yes, which we are very proud of. We think is really interesting. Then we'll probably talk a little bit more about Postlight for about a minute and we'll tell you compliment to, ourselves. Tell you to rate us on
1: iTunes and tell you to rate us on iTunes. That's right. I can do, do that
0: it. part if you want. Oh, you're going to do that part if you That's want. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we don't have any ads. If you want to, we can say something about Squarespace,
2: <laughs> just to make people feel comfortable. Just, yeah,
0: yeah. Mailchimp. God, you know, Rich. Sometimes I I really get tired of building really big, scalable websites <laughs> using the full stack technology and design <laughs> resources here hey, at Post. I have a, I have an idea for you. What? CircleSpace. CircleSpace. That's right. It's like Squarespace, but I don't know, rounder. Uh so let's let's stick to our agenda. Okay. Global head of innovation at Bloomberg. Now, Bloomberg is yeah. over two or three billion employees. Last <laughs> I counted.
2: It's something like 19 or 20,000.
0: Yes. So if you're a global head of innovation, that means, first of all, Bloomberg's everywhere. Bloomberg's everywhere, and it's a big company. So what does Bloomberg do? Bloomberg
2: primarily makes the Bloomberg Terminal, which is a financial technology platform that allows people to get news data to communicate it's a trading platform it's for you know uh stock market professionals currencies commodities people who work in those areas right massively
0: successful it's realistic to say right if you are outside of finance you may have heard of the bloomberg terminal if you work in finance you've absolutely heard of and know something about the bloomberg terminal yeah
2: you've probably used it yeah and it's
0: also it kind of is the social network container of choice for super
1: powerful financial professionals yeah i would say yeah. that's oh, fair. yeah yeah then yeah. there's like the rest of the world's view of bloomberg mm-hmm. which is words a person on a screen with 50, words under their chin thousand words words across their head words above their head literally the you can turn on bloomberg and the entirety
0: of anna carnina is on the screen <laughs> and there's somebody <laughs> telling you there's a, numbers too yeah
1: Talking yeah. to you about Asian markets. That's right. <laughs> and, and Moby Dick is scrolling across yeah. the bottom and up the sides. Bloomberg is, I mean, we talk a lot about
0: big companies. Bloomberg is a very big company. And mm-hmm. it's, there's a term vertically integrated, meaning that companies, sort of all the parts of the company, uh, like if Apple needs new screens, they might go buy a glass company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bloomberg is like literally vertically integrated. Like you're like, oh hey, radio. You need to. You just wrote an article for Bloomberg Business Week. Why don't you go upstairs or downstairs to the radio station?
2: Yeah, the the media term is multi platform. Right,
0: but here yeah. it's vertical. Like you're in a skyscraper and you go up and down. It's tall. Yeah. It's- I,
2: I mean, I try. What what people learn actually new Bloomberg employees. Often are setting meetings. Uh, we're centered around the third, fourth, and fifth floors, mm-hmm. and you can tell if someone's new because they'll book a meeting with you on like the fifteenth floor because that's where they can get a room. And then you have to send them an e- email and be like, "No, I'm like, oh, not man. making that that's, commute. That's, that's wrong.
0: Yeah, that let really me wrong. let me help you out with this." Yeah. So. Now, OK, so we've been talking about the terminal purpose. The part, last but
1: thing we should mention is, is Michael Bloomberg. He is the founder of Bloomberg. He was the mayor of New York City for a long time. He thought about running for president and saving us all, but decided to pass on that.
0: He has been an a, a animating force in our city and in our, our country, country for decades, for decades. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like whether where I you know, I've gone up and down on him as 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 he's done various political things, but he is a presence. Yes. And so you've got this terminal that is really well used and that ha- is very expensive. That's a big thing about it. Like your financial people pay, well, like $20,000 $20, a year plus, mm-hmm. right, to use mm-hmm. this thing. Mm-hmm. And then you have a media organization inside Correct. of there.
2: which is where my work is focused.
0: Okay.
1: And it's worth noting the dotted line back to Paul Ford. Uh, they own Business Week. And Paul Ford w- wrote the only single article issue of Business Week, What is Code?, which is available on the web, which people should go read because it's that was excellent. Fun. Yeah. And so there is a sort of family tree tie to to Bloomberg and po- between Bloomberg and Postlight. Yeah, I, think I have, there's always been a, a link there to some extent. I feel like extent. we really get each other. Yeah. I think we do.
0: I think yeah. we do. This is where, I mean, the vertically integrated line comes from. Uh, I was there... They were like, "Hey, you got to go in Charlie Rose." I'm yeah. Like, I, 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 oh God, where do I go? And you go like, upstairs. Right this way. <laughs> yeah, it's on the sixth floor, right. Right. and um, and you just go into a dark room, and Charlie Rose is there, and he's always there. Yes. Is yeah. He ever leave the dark room? It doesn't matter, really. I don't think he. There's certainly not through any exits. Yeah. Yeah. So, however that works. Yeah. You know, um, he's a time traveler. Uh, so the media organization, it's like. I mean, let's just try to list the parts, right? You've got Business Week. You've got the the news that goes on to the you've terminal. You've got Bloomberg
2: News. You've got television. You've got radio. Okay. Uh, and then you've got uh, all of digital. Okay. Which is website, apps, email, podcast, everything.
0: So it is a like there are hundreds and hundreds of people. The Bloomberg
2: Newsroom alone is is a – 2,400 people. Okay. Wow. And they're just, it's huge. It's one of the the biggest news organizations in the world.
1: Interesting.
0: One of the experiences I remember is that the former editor of Bloomberg Businessweek, um, Josh Mm Tieringal, who was editing me in this this, um, entire magazine that I was writing and a lot of other editors were involved too. I saw him. I was there. I was staying late at Bloomberg to just get this thing done and he was like, hey, I'll see you tomorrow morning. And I was like, okay, I'll see you. And then he was on a, like a screen in the next day. It was like, video conferencing system and i was like oh that's weird he must be like in some meeting and he just didn't have time to come downstairs sort of like that he was in hong kong he had (laughs) just like he had just gone to hong kong and then the bloomberg screen in in hong kong was exactly the same right it was the most it was also no latency it's a baller managerial move which is like you never know where they are it's true
1: Oh, i would have been like where's my little toothpaste for yeah 11 hours.
0: It's I a would, very
2: global company.
0: Yeah, I would have been like, hey, guys, I'm going to Hong Kong. Yeah, let's I'm talk gonna, about this. I'm going to fly on an airplane. Where's <laughs> that Eater article? Top 20 places to have yeah, noodles. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Anyone been to Hong Kong where I'm also going? What are some cool <laughs> things to do? Um, but no, Josh is just sort of like, oh, bye. Yeah, but he underplays everything. That's his move. It's, right. it's a, very suave. It's a tremendous move for a manager. I yeah. have no ability to emulate it. No, I, I could never do that. No. You know, what we want to do is talk through how one becomes a global head of innovation. Okay. Okay? Right. Yeah. So I'm guessing you went to some college.
2: I do have a college education. Where did you go? I went to the Cleveland Institute of Music.
0: Okay. In Cleveland,
1: Ohio. To invent instruments.
0: Right. So that's not really a technology or innovation place.
2: No, not at all. I've always been a nerd, though. I mean, when I was on, uh, you know, like Windows 95 using AOL, I was making like Star Wars fan websites, typing the HTML into my little into notepad.
0: Okay, so this was a a subtext, but you were
2: nerd is is an important subtext.
0: What did you study musically?
2: Clarinet all,
0: all day. Really? So all day, all day. Any any advice for aspiring clarinetists out there?
1: learn how to breathe properly okay well profession did it become professional for you
2: it did become professional uh i was in after i finished my undergrad i stayed in cleveland for a while because i had some opportunities to play in the cleveland orchestra um it's a which
1: pretty is, serious orchestra that's a world-renowned orchestra yeah yeah it's okay. it
2: was an amazing experience and i was really fortunate to to be there in the right at the right time and and to be prepared to not screw up so that was incredible. Got to do a couple of international tours, play with incredible musicians and conductors. It was amazing. Um, but eventually that work dried up.
0: Any favorite pieces from that era?
2: I mean, so many. Uh, Mahler's Second Symphony, mm-hmm. Brahms' First Symphony uh, was incredible. Prokofiev's Fifth Symphony, incredible. Uh, some really interesting modern stuff by Olivier Messiaen. Mm-hmm. That was pretty crazy. Uh, got to play Beethoven's Fifth Symphony in Miami. That w- I mean, it's so the- Miami
1: doesn't know beyond Beethoven's 5th symphony. That's yeah, safe. that's probably true. Yeah, you got to know your audience. Miami had to like tell the Ibiza <laughs> DJs to chill for the night. Did people so they my, could play Beethoven's 5th? Did
0: people wear tux with shorts in Miami? <laughs> <laughs> all right.
1: All right. So you are a actual world
0: traveling um very serious clarinetist. That's yeah. a you know And when for- you
1: say work dries up, I don't isn't it a job? Aren't you an employee?
0: Well, so
2: th- at the time, uh, I was playing on sort of like a freelance contract basis because the it. clarinet section was down a person. Okay, uh, so you're
0: like an adjunct.
2: Yeah, basically. And yep. look, I almost—it om- was um, an incredible experience. I almost got the job that was open, but I mm-hmm. didn't get it. It happens, you know. There's like one opening in an orchestra. Yeah, like there's that very every little of shame in that world. No, uh, it was to not
0: getting the like.
2: It was an incredible experience. Yeah. So then, uh, when that work dried right up, I figured, okay, I'll go get my master's degree because in music. Uh, classical just, music. You keep, keep going. You keep going to school till you get a yep. job. Yep. Uh, and I knew that I wanted to come to New York and work with a specific person. Uh, his name is Alan Kay.
0: hmm
2: Great guy, tremendous clarinet player. And I went and did my master's at Stony Brook, which is out on Long Island. Sure. Because they have a great program and great faculty for, you know, half the price of Juilliard or whatever it is. Right. Uh, and as that was winding down, I was going to move into New York City from Long Island and uh, work for Apple – and help them open the Grand Central store, because I had worked for Apple part-time in Cleveland when I was an undergrad, uh, and they were getting ready to open this store, and I needed a job. But this
0: is the part of Apple that puts things on shelves.
2: Yeah, this is retail. Uh, You know, selling and all that kind of stuff. Right. And I had that all lined up, ready to go. I was going to move into the city. I was going to freelance. I was going to take auditions. And then one day, I was sitting in front of my computer, and this tweet rolled by from Josh Topolsky, uh, and it was like, I'm doing this new thing, and I need an assistant. And for some reason, I have no idea why, I was like, oh, that could be interesting. You know, he does the he does things that I'm interested in based on my background. I like the stuff he does. I like technology. I like gadgets. I'm into that stuff. So
0: where is – Joshua Topolsky at this point is starting The Verge? Correct. Okay. So Josh Topolsky is an editor, entrepreneur. He likes to create new media products. I think officially he's a media mogul now. Yeah, that's probably yeah, he's true. He's leveled up. He's supposed to be on this podcast, but he's canceled.
2: He's very difficult to pin down. <sighs>
0: But he likes to ask other people namely me to be on his podcast with like hint, 45 hint. minutes notice. <laughs> yeah. Hey Paul, where are you right now? What you doing? How you doing? You want to come by me on a podcast? Hey. Hey. <laughs> so anyway, that's that's Josh Topolsky. Uh so Okay, so you are just sitting there. Literally, your clarinet's in one hand and your mouse is in the other.
2: I mean, that, <laughs> I, it could have been in the middle of a practice session. That is entirely possible. Because
0: mm-hmm. um, you just kind of always play clarinet if you're doing that, right? Yeah, like, again,
2: pretty much nonstop.
0: What was, your, what was it going to be in New York City? Like, what were you going to be as a clarinetist? I can um, imagine teaching. There's
2: imagine f- teaching. There's a fair amount of freelance work, although it's very difficult to break into Broadway, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh,
0: oh, because house orchestras are still a thing. Exactly, okay, for some sure. shows.
2: Uh, and then, really, you travel the country taking auditions for orchestras that are on the brink of folding, hoping you get that job and can have it for six months before the orchestra goes out of business. Damn, just that's sort a sort Keep scene. going, so, bro.
0: Keep going, bro. So, keep going. so now you can
2: see why, <laughs> yeah. after having this tremendous experience in Cleveland, I was, on the one hand, excited, but also kind of satisfied. And right. when I saw this Topolsky rolling through my Twitter feed with an opportunity to join his little his new media startup at the ground level, I was like, oh, okay, nothing to lose. Let's see what
0: happens. Interesting. So you, you were like, okay, I've, I've had the orchestra experience. I know what that's like. I'd, I'd been to the top of the mountain. Okay, so it's time to... Let's let's just send Topolsky an email. You
2: never know. So I see this tweet, and I send him an email, and it was an incredibly short, borderline snarky cover letter. Because I didn't know Josh at all at this point, Right. but for some reason, I had this intuition that that would appeal to him. Okay. Little did I know how right I was. Uh, and so... So he's long, like, get
0: this kid in here.
2: Basically, yeah. But long story short, brought me in. Uh, and actually, the Verge office used to be right around the corner from this office that we're sitting in right now. Okay. Uh, so it's very nostalgic every time I come visit you guys. Long story short, I got the job to be Josh's editorial assistant at The Verge, basically right when it was starting up.
0: Great. So you are – Josh is a human tornado. I don't think there's any reason not to say that. Fair. And so you are the assistant to a human tornado.
2: Yeah, all you know, from my friends there were lots of devil wears Prada jokes. That was a bit
0: of a stretch, but it was That's a little. I mean, he's a he's basically a human being you can talk to, you know. Absolutely. Not, yeah. It's he more moves, of He a, moves fast. Yeah, he moves very he fast. He
2: moves fast, but you know, it was the very beginning of a startup and I think that 2011, that time, this group of people again I was really lucky. Right people, right time, right place, right project.
0: And you got to see it right up close. I got to see it right up close. It was because The Verge worked. It was a media property that worked. Became a monster. It's
2: amazing what happened. And I was again insanely lucky to have been a part of it for the first three years.
0: And you should know too. You were also you were part of a larger media org. It was uh, Uh,
2: well when you know when it began. It was just us and SB Nation, but it mm -hmm. grew very quickly after that. And so my entire education around how to work across different teams in a, a digital organization, product, finance, engineering, marketing, dev, sales. All of that was at The Verge.
0: So you're at this company called Vox. There's Correct. a thing called SB Nation. That's basically like an aggregation of lots of sports fan blogs. Yeah, basically. And But also it has some really novel stuff. Like it was yeah, just,
2: massive just, community. And
0: it was smart about like using animated GIFs well and following up on stories. Some good tech. Yeah. And then The Verge shows up. As like a new kind of technology site, yes. so you'd get like these sort of big, deep, in-depth stories, along with your like, check out the HTC 50349 update.
2: Yeah, and when you know when we started, it was very gadget heavy. Mm-hmm. Although the first week the site launched, there was a you know a long a long-form feature about jetpacks. All oh. right,
0: so you're at the Verge, things happen, amazing things happen, amazing things happen, um, and then you end up at Bloomberg. Bloomberg. Okay. What were you doing when you first Job description, yeah. So when
2: I got to Bloomberg, I came with Topolsky. We came in to sort of overhaul digital there uh, and give everything there a fresh start. This was a little, you know, uh, two and a half years ago or so. And when I came in, uh, we were based in the newsroom. So I started out as a managing editor for digital, uh, working for Josh. And for the first two years I was there, it was really all about rebuilding and in some cases building the capability to to execute at a really high level in terms of a digital a digitally focused newsroom digital uh, prioritizing digital products it was hiring more and the right people it was structuring it was long term strategy it was everything uh sort of trying to take some of the the process that we'd learned at the verge for how to win on the internet doing journalism and scale it up to an organization that was you know more than 100 times the size or something like and
0: that. And that, that's kind of when Bloomberg's website got weird. Yeah. yeah well, it got, fun. It
2: got fun. Oh, yeah. Janu- I think it was January 2015. We relaunched the website, uh, and from there we were sort of off to the races doing all kinds of stuff. Um, so pressing fast forward a little bit, basically after about two years being based in the newsroom, We'd achieved a lot, and the team there is incredible uh, and is just executing at a really high level. Doing, in- I mean, just the other day, they released this incredible feature uh, about the big turnaround at Domino's. Mm-hmm. And the experience on the web is just playful and mind-blowing and fun, and obviously the journalism is really fantastic. So after about two years, it became clear that my next, the next place where I could really help at Bloomberg was to move beyond the newsroom because I think they're, they're just really firing on all cylinders uh, and sort of shift over to the business and product side a little bit. Uh, and so now my work is detached from the news cycle. Okay. And I'm more focused on long-term product strategy, development, uh, business development. And my job at Bloomberg specifically is to sort of pull up out of the roadmap. I don't live sprint to sprint. Uh, and to look further out uh, and look for interesting ways for us to basically grow our audience make the audience love us more uh, and help us make more money. Uh, And I do that by doing cool, fun projects with folks like you that we can then learn from and implement in-house. I do it by collaborating with our ad tech team to do crazy stuff no one's ever done before. Uh, I look for new potential partners. that Maybe the the tech they're working on isn't even going to be ready for six months or more, but I want to start talking to them now. Uh, I talk to our friends on the West Coast at Bloomberg Beta, which is Bloomberg's venture capital arm, on a regular basis. Uh, So I'm always looking for new ways for us to, to be better Uh, The difference is I'm sort of detached from the product cycle. And when I find something that I think needs to come in-house and that we need to start executing on, uh, then I have to pull it in. I have to get with everybody, collaborate with everybody. We have to get it in the roadmap. It's a really interesting, super horizontal, broad, crazy job. It's a lot of fun.
0: All right. So that's a very abstract job. How do you make sure that you have something to show so people don't sit down at the next budget meeting and go, what the hell is Shane doing?
2: (laughs) So I try to always have a good mix of short-term wins or things that have a potential to be short-term wins and long-term projects cooking, right? Because I care deeply about augmented reality and what it's going to mean for business and for storytelling. Uh, I care a lot about uh, machine learning, computer vision, and where those are going with regard to uh, how you can tell stories, how you can learn about the information that you have, the assets that you have, and how you can make money. Those are long-term potential, right? Mm -hmm. But I also do... I also focus a lot on uh, short-term things that I think are going to impact our our business uh, immediately. Uh, one example being the project we've been working on, which on the on the grand scheme of things, I think of as a relatively quick
1: turnaround project, especially given what the product is capable of. Let's talk about the thing we did together. Well, uh, mm-hmm. 30 seconds on how it happened. Like, we had a big event where we unveiled Postlight Labs yeah. right. and some experiments that we'd built. And Michael, I don't know if you dropped us a note or... I think you guys maybe pinged my boss
2: and he was uh, like know he was like boss. michael check this out
1: we know your boss and then i was right. like oh yeah
0: yeah that's yeah. true that's that's sales man we went up there we're like hey scott we just want you to know we're around we're doing some stuff correct and then he was like okay cool he
1: was playing it cool yeah no yeah. agenda no saying agenda. hi yeah and then you i think pinged us and said yeah, I do innovation stuff, and you're the labs. So let's chat. And, and then, tell who's hmm. your boss and what's his title. My boss is Scott Havens. He's the global head of
2: all digital for Bloomberg. Okay, so he's in charge of the whole business and, and product side. So his partners are editorial leadership and sales leadership, uh, and I work for Scott, who's awesome.
0: Good. I want to just. I mean, I like to give people a sense of like how it all works. Yeah. So Okay. So you got in touch. You said let's do something.
1: Well, yeah, let's see if there's a thing to do. Okay. It might, spent, be, it might be a thing. We spent about 2 weeks just exploring what we could build together. Yeah, we we got up to
2: like 10 or 15 ideas on paper yeah, that were all fun. they were all real and they ran the gamut from oh we could do this in 2 weeks to this would take a year.
0: Yeah, there was one that was like let's completely rebu- reboot all security. Right? There was, like that. It was yeah. something like that. And then yeah. there was one that's like, you know, when you type an A, it, it plays a little note. I mean, right. it was like these are very tiny ideas and very big
2: ideas. Right. And to be clear, again, my my sort of rubric that I was working from was always audience. How much does the audience love us? And money. Those right. are The three things that we were sort of looking at as we uh, You could apply that to things life together
0: as well, Michael.
2: Yeah. I mean, I try not to focus on the money too much.
0: <laughs> Our yeah. point of view is what can we do with Bloomberg Data and Postlight. To right. do something really, really interesting. Right.
2: What we were really looking for is what are the things that Bloomberg brings to the table that are unique and valuable that only Bloomberg has, and what does Postlight have that's unique and valuable? And then if we smush those things together, what is that? What does that pie smell like? And let's make that thing.
0: So let's talk about the smelly pie we made. Okay. Yes. Great. The code name for the product is Lens.
2: Right. Well, the first code name was Hot Dog because that's I was really hungry during that meeting. Yeah. But then
1: obviously for the an incredibly what, corny code name we needed a more professional was hot dog bloomberg
2: yeah.
0: wasn't really into that code name right
1: <laughs> you know
2: yeah. yeah we they wanted something a little bit more certain
0: um, things a big yeah. company just can't handle. Hot dogs. all
1: right so i'm gonna say elevator pitch okay and then you go and you're gonna summarize what bloomberg lens is okay go So it's 2017. People read all of the
2: internet. They get their news from many different sources. But we at Bloomberg believe that if you're reading about things that are happening in business uh, and you don't have Bloomberg within arm's reach, you're missing out. So we created a product that can uh, read news articles, parse them, pull out the names of publicly traded companies, and then match them against Bloomberg news and data to give you extra context. If you do it in Chrome, you get it side by side. If you do it on iOS via the uh, share sheet action row, you get it in a hand dandy modal and it's all without ever leaving the article you're reading because we respect other publishers and we love what they're doing and it's just about making everything more edifying for everyone
0: period and rich we added a little extra Postlight magic to this oh yeah, yeah we should I, get to that
1: yeah we, we will get and which is actually fun, uh, it's it's worth it to talk about the bar that we think about mm-hmm. at post Light labs and the bar that we wanted to meet also in this collaboration uh, before we get into that i, I just want to highlight what you just described from okay. a, from a a very typical sort of laptop-on-my-lap perspective, which is oftentimes I'm reading an article and I decide, okay, well, who is this congressman? Right. He's right. kind of weird. What is he, this company? Who is this? Yeah, what's, what's going st- on?
0: I mean, this is the miracle of Wikipedia, right? right. Is that everything is kind of semantically the same way. And you see a link and it's like, you know, John Smith was the fourth governor of, of Idaho. And you're like, right. oh, well, actually, I, I'm curious about right. that. Click... Right
1: tab opens up there's another john and before a john
2: before page. you know it you have 30 yeah. dozen
0: tabs right
1: it's right. a problem so people are doing this people are doing this manually because right. the web's right there in front of them and they can do it all the time mm-hmm. so we built a tool that kind of makes it a lot more seamless i mean
2: really the idea is yeah if you're reading about business yeah this should keep you you can cut down on your tabs
1: it's yeah, a little radically.
0: financial wikipedia over to the right using bloomberg data yes yeah. okay yeah
1: So we're about two-thirds of the way into this project, maybe even further along. I feel like we're further. We are further along. Four-fifths. Four-fifths of the way along. That's fair, yeah. And then we all kind of looked at each other and said, can we dial this up? You know, the bar, I think, for labs is we want people to say, whoa. Uh, Even momentarily, Mm -hmm. we want people to to kind of say, wow, these guys are doing some interesting things. They're riskier, they're harder problems, and they're a little more compelling. And so... You know, the, the the team's done an amazing job delivering company information in a really beautiful kind of seamless kind of experience where it just sort of sits alongside the, the thing you're reading. Really, yeah. really nice. Yeah. And we should
0: point out, too, like, on the PostLite side, we used our framework, Mercury, which does a lot of, like, it'll extract the meaning from a web page. It's client-side. It'll figure all sorts of stuff out and then we extract that info we extract information about companies from the world that page and then we go talk to bloomberg yeah get all this sort of beautiful well organized we just bloomberg have data. some
2: sweet sweet api endpoints that right. are just ready to rock
0: right i mean bloomberg just has like the best corporate information possible mm. and it's not yeah. just like that that stock price chart like no. it's a little extra it's well nice. and one
2: of our priorities was like look hardcore finance people are they can get you know, really clearly delineated technical finance information all over the place. We wanted this to be a little bit more human, a little bit more civilian in nature, but still
1: sophisticated. Right. Yeah. So, what else is interesting? You know, a company in legal parlance is a a fictional person. Yeah, and that's that's worked out great for the Republic. <laughs> <laughs> that's that you fantastic. can hide behind <laughs> on the next yeah. episode. Yeah. Well, it turns out what's equally if not more interesting than fictional people it's really hard not to go down this path are really re- hard not to you talk want to about hold my hand
0: i know i want to talk uh, about how is. companies just squeeze my squeeze my hand now now let's just go on again this is from a legal perspective let's talk about our product right. and not the inequities All in right. the
1: well it turns out what's more interesting than companies are people people have stories uh almost everybody that's notable in the world uh whether it be you know, a Spanish football player to a state councilwoman, they've been documented. There's a good chance right. they've been documented. And is there a way, as I'm reading about the actors in that article, to quickly, very quickly, scan uh, the people in that right. story well, Can and,
2: and also my favorite business stories always involve incredible characters you know com- oh. companies are made up of people right. and I think it became really clear to us that company data was essential yeah but it could be even cooler even more edifying even more useful
1: if we could also tell you about some of the people that Oh, are involved, absolutely right I became obsessed with that what's her name Holmes Elizabeth Holmes Is Oh Theranos Theranos, yeah. Theranos. Yeah. she's got crazy eyes the company's a scam. Her eyes look like the bottoms of shot glasses. And I just wanted to read about her all the time. It's an incredible story.
0: Yeah, it was an incredible business And story.
1: she had that black turtleneck because she's obsessed with Steve Jobs. Mm. And it turns out her whole thing was a scam and now Walgreens is suing them or something. There's something about someone that's able to pull one over. It's just I could read about it all day long.
0: I'm like that with Larry Ellison. Literally any Larry Ellison story about He's the founder incredible. of Oracle... <laughs> Like, he is just a, like a lizard king. Do
1: you know about the, the, the little boat that chases his yacht?
0: There is a little boat that chases Larry Ellison's yacht what? to pick up the basketballs that come off the basketball court. On, on his, his yacht. yacht. There's another thing is that oh he had an, an enormous like many ton boulder installed for his shower. It's just lots of it. And he wears I just, he wears I robes. could read
1: about that man, like that kind of story, like that. Mm. Where it just that, keeps
0: unfolding, and you realize there's this like deep human pathology that yeah. originates so many other human events. Well, yeah.
1: and as the story unfolds,
2: normally you have to open more tabs. Exactly. God, and that is
1: exhausting. Good. Bring, it us bring, back. Back. Good bring, bring us back. Good bring it back, Michael. Yeah. So we've built a tool that'll peer into the thing you're reading. Yep. Pull up the interesting people and company data and companies. Yeah. And allow you to to dive into them if you like, yeah. Uh, in your web browser, without having to open a bunch of tabs, correct. And on your phone, if you're reading an article, you pull up the little share sheet, yep, and you're able to pull up again the same sort of background correct. information about those people. Yeah, and just, I, just iOS for now. Just iOS for now. Tell me, Michael, how much will this cost? Absolutely nothing. Oh my God! Goodness gracious! Wow. Think of the value. Yeah. And it's worth, just as an asterisk, this is a lab experiment. Yeah. Um, it's not perfect, but it's really cool. Yeah. Um, and I, I, as I was testing well, it, never, I was finding it useful. This thing will never be perfect.
0: That's, people this should, is a hard problem. Yeah, you, well, you, you, I think
2: any product that does something that's sufficiently exciting cannot be perfect. Right, like
0: in the way that Google search is not perfect. Right. Right? Like you can only get so much meaning out of a page Sinead using Sinead O'Connor. Computers. That's different. Not That's perfect. She's not perfect, no. For different reasons. <laughs> different Sorry. reasons. Peter Gabriel. Peter not Gabriel. Not perfect for different reasons. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, Van Morrison. Where are we going? <laughs> Deeply <laughs>
1: imperfect person. Deeply imperfect.
2: However, Rush. Perfect. Oh, can
1: uh, we, can we no, just go we on a tangent can't. here? This will be Look, the second time st- on the podcast you we've talked about started talking Rush.
2: about musicians. I had to mention Michael, Rush. are you a Rush fan? It's my favorite band in the world. Oh, God.
1: Clarinet expert. Favorite band Rush. Well, of, course, of course, I'm a classically Bye. trained musician. What okay. can I do? I've really anyway. enjoyed this conversation. <laughs> the new, by the way, on mobile, the Bloomberg app will it'll be built into. You don't have to go get a new app. Yeah, if you've it, got the exactly. Bloomberg app, you can install. Essentially, it. you so can
2: wait. you can get Bloomberg the new product by installing Bloomberg for Chrome yep. into your Chrome internet web browser. Or, if you're a Bloomberg app user or you download the Bloomberg app, it'll be a new feature of the app. We're going to walk you through how to turn it on. It's basically a a new share sheet action. If you're listening to this podcast, it's probably really easy for you. You know exactly what to do. Uh, And then it's always there. Anytime you're reading anything in a web view, so not just in Safari, right, on your iPhone, but anytime you're reading anything in a web view in any app, anything that has a share sheet, you can tap it, tap the action icon for uh, Bloomberg, and then you're modal with all this interesting extra... Except for Facebook. Who
0: Who is the Right. You're talking about all this stuff. Yeah. I am. I'm a stay-at-home dad, mm-hmm. and I um I have an interest in in fine wine. Yeah. Okay. Is this for me? If you're interested in fine wine, well, we're you- assuming you have other interests. Okay. I, I I like to read the news. I do like to okay. stay updated. All
2: right. I mean, yeah. you know, I wouldn't build something that, that I didn't think could be useful to a high number of people, almost everyone, but, you know, using uh custom installed share sheet actions is, uh, not something that I would say everyone using right, iPhone let's does. say I
1: use a, uh, I use a Chrome a, web browser. Let's go to a specific example. Yeah. There's a big Senate hearing happening. Okay. Right? I am mean, interested in yeah. that. Okay. You're interested in that. And the truth is we oftentimes kind of get to know the actors in the Senate hearing when it happens. Mm-hmm. Like there's... There's the row of senators who are kind of leaned over and angry, and then there's the person at that desk, and they go th- they cycle through a handful of people. And oftentimes you just don't you may recognize one or two people, but very often you don't know all those people. Right. And if there's an article about that hearing and you hit this button, it's going to give you a nice list of all the different people that were in that hearing. Yep. Okay. The senators okay. involved, that quote that are quoted, right. the person that's getting interviewed. So it's a Wikipedia effect for every page.
2: Essentially, it's, yeah. If there's a big merge happening you know you hear that apple is buying some other company right and let's pretend for the sake of this example that company is a publicly traded company and you see the article sure you know what apple is but what is this company why are they buying them uh what's how much is this other company worth what do they make what business are they in the backstory who are their executives that's the kind of information you can get with one tap now instead of wikipedia
0: all right so it's a it's a product in development yeah. We're, which we're, we're going to share with the which world. We, yeah, you know, we're putting it out. Yeah. It's so happening. it's going
1: to—it's coming out soon, right? Yep. Yep. And you'll get it for Google Chrome, the Google Chrome browser, yep. at the Chrome Web Store. Yep. You just add it on. It's Bloomberg for Google Chrome. Yep. And then if you have the, the Bloomberg iOS app, it'll just come down in an update. And if you don't have that
2: app, please go download it. For
0: iOS. For iOS.
1: Correct. Okay. And then you're smarter and more connected
0: about all the things in the world and all the companies that are publicly traded. You're smarter. You're just smarter. You have That's more design. power. Okay.
1: Yeah. I'm yeah. better connected to the universe. Yes. and That's A hat tip to uh, the amazing team teams at PostLight and Bloomberg for making this happen. This was a cool project. Yep. This was a hard project that had some twists and turns, but from design to engineering, they, they killed it. I mean, rel-
2: relative to the size of the ambition and the technological complexity yeah. – I think we were able to move incredibly fast.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I felt Bloomberg really reacted well to little postlight,
2: and postlight made stuff really fast. Yeah, there you
0: wasn't know? this like a lot of times you you get worried. You're like, oh man, dinosaur, and we're we're a little tiny mammal. They're either going to step on us or they're going to be <laughs> not notice yeah. us. Or We're going to have to wait for them to go. No, but look, extinct. this yeah. is
2: this is why my job exists at Bloomberg, and part of my job is to you know the teams in, at Bloomberg involved in making this real mm-hmm. run the gamut from design marketing, engineering, engineering teams that we don't even technically control because we're talking about, you know, some API controls. Sure. Sales, right? Because this is a sponsorable product. And so part of my job is to get all these people moving and working, frankly, to make it easy for a shop like Postlight to work with us. As easy as possible. We're still a big place. It was pretty easy to work Um, with you guys. We work with
0: a lot of big companies. Yeah. It wasn't that stressful. Mm. No. That's a fun project. So we're going to throw an event. We're going to throw a party, yo. All right, so April 20th. Is that the day? Yes. All right, so people come by. Meet
1: Michael Shane. Yell at me, hug there's, me, whatever you want.
0: There's a cheese plate, almost always, some beer, some nice drinks. We try to make it pleasant for it's, everybody. It's
1: really cool. It's all, Our
0: events are always fun. So... Michael, thank you. Are you headed back up to Bloomberg? I got to go uptown. Got to do work. Going to stop at the sixth floor. Get two or three pounds of oatmeal. Yeah,
2: yeah. Do yeah. Have you know, some I, gummy bears while you're up look, there. Look, we don't have gummy bears. We have lots of other things though. You guys, you're welcome anytime. You know, you know, Yum. you're in, you're in the family. And noon, noon we have soup. <laughs> we <laughs> should mention don't know. to
1: people who don't know the lobby is essentially a big kids candy store yeah have you ever seen there's, but a lot of healthy there's
0: options. healthy options it's for all healthy, fr- fresh yeah. fruit yeah. have you ever seen like an episode of star star trek where they have like a high school for star trek students yeah it's like that that's what the sixth floor of the bloomberg tower <laughs> yeah. looks like like you go in there and like it's really easy to imagine star trek teenagers falling in love on the sixth floor of the bloomberg tower it happens all the time so and you know what at lunch you get soup
2: That's the thing, every day at noon. Here's the thing. In addition to Bloomberg being uh, a world class financial data technology product and media company, uh, it's also the most well capitalized soup kitchen in the world.
0: It's fantastic.
2: It's lovely. It's got nice (laughs)
0: aquariums, too. So, look, Michael Shane. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this exciting sponsored advertisement brought to you by (laughs) Bloomberg and Postlight And
2: CircleSpace.
0: And And CircleSpace, the amazing rounded edges website builder that anyone can use. I'm Paul Ford. I'm joined here by Michael Shane and my co-founder, Richard Ziotti. Postlight is a digital product studio at 101 Fifth Avenue in New York City, and you can get in touch with us at hello at postlight.com. You know, Michael, what should people rate us on iTunes? Five stars, baby.
1: Oh, that's Hells the yeah. right number of stars. Hells yeah. And um, you know, while you're there, rate the Bloomberg app five stars. That's rate the
2: Bloomberg a, app five stars. Please.
1: Good idea. All right. So
0: I'm gonna get out of here before Pro Tools crashes again. <laughs> <laughs> we're about to we're about to have a meeting and then Michael's gonna head uptown. Take
1: care guys. Bye. Have a good week. Later.